Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Disney Dining Show. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by our newest Dreams Unlimited travel agent, Mr. Sean Falk. Hi. Our new senior editor for The Diz, Mr. Charles Boda. Hello. And Steve. Hello. <laughs> and back in the production nook, our producer, Mr. Craig Williams. I don't know if you're on camera. Oh, sorry, that was me. Right after I told you no. I know, I'm sorry. I forgot to turn my watch off. Um, are you on camera, Craig? Yeah, it's not good. Well, it never is, but that wasn't my question. <laughs> yeah, okay. technically I am. So I want to see. I want to see why it's not good. Oh, yeah. I didn't adjust it yet. So, all right. This week, we are going to do another one of our pick sixes. This week, it's going to be Charles's turn. If you're not familiar with our pick six, we uh, each member of the team gets to pick one uh, his, his favorite restaurant at each of the four Disney theme parks, uh, one of the Disney resorts, and Disney Springs. So, I believe I've done mine. Uh, Steve, you've done yours. Yep. So now Charles is going to do his. So Charles, let's hear it. What are your favorites? All right. Um, got some dark horse restaurants I don't expect anybody to like, but I'll start out with um, the Magic Kingdom. Um, Casey's Corner. Yeah. No, I can get on board. Uh, Steve I shaking his head, but um, here's the thing. I don't think the Magic Kingdom is a great food park. No, it's not. I yeah, generally it's not. don't eat there. The only, the few times where I actually have like a craving to grab something, though, is a hot dog. You can't really screw up a hot dog. Those like big foot long ones. Casey's does well. You have to you have to be choosy with what toppings you get. I should love their mac and cheese dog. I don't. Yeah. The mac and cheese on it's not great. But they do seasonal hot dogs, which is nice. And it can be hectic inside, and I don't like the ordering process. But I go when it's slow, when there's a show on or something else like that, and I'll walk in and just sit down and grab a hot dog. And it's nice and it's satisfying. So, And uh, you know what? I, I know a lot of people love to hate on Casey's. I, I, I like Casey's. Mm -hmm. And I've had bad hot dogs. I mean, yeah. You can screw up a hot dog, and they don't. I think the hot dogs are really good. Mm -hmm. But definitely among counter service. And there is something about it also. You know, we've always said that, you know, a Mickey bar tastes good because it's in the Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. You're in the park. And I think to a certain degree, maybe a little bit of that psychology or mentality applies to Casey's. So, certainly. And um, I also, it doesn't seem like it's got this great theming to it or anything like that. Okay, it's hot dogs in a vague baseball sense, Casey's. Um, but... Main Street USA is all about traditional Americana, right? And so hot dogs and just sitting and enjoying a hot dog really does kind of put you in that mood. And once again, uh, Magic Kingdom is not a great food park. So mm -hmm. I've, um, I don't want to say Casey's is the least disappointing I've been, but I will say it's the most fun I've had eating at the Magic Kingdom. I don't do it when it's crowded, but it's probably the only place where like I'm passing by and I see that there's no line there and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to hit up, get a hot dog right now. So I'll, I'll speak up. I <laughs> do not enjoy Casey's. It's not, I actually enjoy hot dogs, and I enjoy their hot dogs, but I don't enjoy the process of getting it is such a big hassle. The cast members in there are... I, I've had great cast members in there, but I feel like the average cast member is worse than the average anywhere else for some reason. Um I don't know. I just don't like the experience of going to Casey's. I just think it is more of a hassle than the hot dog is worth. 
So I've uh, I've never eaten a hot dog before, and this came up when um, Wait, you've me, ne- what? I've never had a hot dog. I um, don't understand the words you're saying. Right I've now. never had one. I de- my parents apparently tried to give me one when I was a kid, and I just wouldn't eat it. And I've never had one since, and it's never come up again. So I have so uh, many follow up questions. <laughs> to I, uh, so I've never had one. The first, look, and the first the first follow up question is what happened? They to you? look disgusting, and I just have no interest in eating one at all. But I did. Uh, when me, Craig, and Rhino went to Magic Kingdom back a few weeks ago, I watched Rhino eat what was like the most drippy, wet, disgusting moho pork thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was it, any thought I might have had about trying it, I just they, it lost me. Moho on that. pork. It was, oh, it was. Oh, and they said it was great on a hot dog. Oh, yeah. They, that's what it was. Oh, that yeah. sounds They said it was genius. really good, yeah. but I couldn't. Like, something about it. I already haven't tried one, so I haven't lost anything. Okay, but I one. also want to point out to the audience, this is also the man that will not eat leftovers. Oh, I don't eat leftovers. He will yeah, not no. touch leftovers. Mm-hmm. So, if it's not cooked fresh in nope. front of him, he's not going to eat it. That, so, he's no. a little weird when it comes With to food. With food, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Never had one, so. Might be good, I don't know. I... Just, I... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm baffled. I've had a brownie. Have you had a brownie pizza with, before? I've had pizza. Yeah, I had a brownie there that was like a baseball. It had like baseball icing. So that's all I've eaten. At what Casey's. about like sausages? Like other casing? I've like, had sausage on pizza. Like kielbasa? No. But I. It just doesn't have an appeal to me. Everyone always says I should try the German restaurant in Epcot, and I was like, no. Like I haven't even. Well, that's done. a perfect like, segue, gonna... my friend. <laughs> oh, because, okay. <laughs> um, my pick for Epcot happens to be the. Uh, uh, underrepresented, occasionally maligned beer garden in Germany. And I've got a couple reasons for this, and one of the things that's going to come out is a lot of these are places that I enjoy eating at, mm. um, and not all of them are the best food for per value, and I'm not going for the best cuisine, hands down. Um, it's places that I like to go on my, on my own time, places I choose. And one of the things that I love about this place is the interior kind of theming thing Mm -hmm. it's hot outside when you go in there it's set like a a german beer garden at night kind of thing i'm not a huge fan of the music but it's not constantly playing either so it's not like a thing where Mm -hmm. it's always going to always going to get you it's buffet style so if you're very very hungry um that um that's good but you know like i don't think you're forced to eat as much to to get your um miles out of your dollar it's unique. A lot of people, honestly, for some reason in this area, Orlando has a couple German restaurants that are actually phenomenal, but people don't go for German food around here. Um, and I don't, you know, when I go there in Epcot, it's not the most crowded place. Um, and I just, all, the food is not the best German food you're ever going to have, but it's actually pretty decent. Um, it's pretty standard. And yeah, I just, I really enjoy the place. And I'd like to contrast that. Like, what I get from there is what I would like to get from uh, San Angel, um, the interior nighttime kind of thing mm-hmm. where the, the setting is really nice, the, the theming is really nice, but the food is abysmal over there. At Beer Garden, the food is good enough to where you enjoy it. Well, it has been a long time since I've eaten at Beer Garden. Mm-hmm. Now, my last experience there was not good. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a huge fan of German food, but... For the purposes of this show, I've just booked uh, a, a lunch at Beer Garden for us in a couple weeks, and we will go. 
Oh. And we will review it. That Very is, cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And uh, this is apparently, this May is going to be our crappy restaurant tour month because the next restaurant that we're going to be doing is the new menu at Tony's Town Square. So you have that to look forward to. Which is to. a perfect segue. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <coughs> but no, yeah. I'll, I'll get up and come over there. Yeah. You've had my Italian food. Don't ever, <laughs> ever tell me that you've eaten that. And wow, that's really good. Because then I'm getting out of show business. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, the service at Beer Garden's also always been great. So that is my pick as far as Epcot goes. Um, we move over to Hollywood Studios. Once again, I, there aren't a huge amount of options that I really, really enjoy. So this one is not one of my favorite on property, but I do enjoy it, and I've got specific reasons for picking this one. Um, Mama Melrose's. And it's not, you know, we went there and we reviewed it, and it's not outstanding food-wise or anything. I did think it was pretty decent price per value. Uh, one of the things I like about it, though, is, you know, Hollywood Studios is very hot. It's very open, and that's not going to change with uh, mm -hmm. the Toy Story editions. That all looks pretty out in the open as well. And eating there, it's dimly lit, and it's not overly hollywood themed the theming is nice as far as an italian restaurant but it's not like in your face as far as that park is concerned whether it fits it but um it's it seems like a good place to sit down relax cool off enjoy a meal and uh, you know the food is the food is pretty decent um it's nothing outstanding nothing great uh, but you know, for the amount of money that I probably would spend on my own, you know, not not nothing crazy or anything. It's a nice, good, take an hour out and kind of relax thing. So that's generally my. Favorite. I enjoyed. I enjoyed yeah, it. I yeah. thought we had a good experience yeah, yeah, at Mama yeah. Laura's. I mean, it's not the it's not like the best food at Walt Disney World, but I think it's one of the better locations at Hollywood Studios, if it, not mm, the at, best. Besides, oh no, come on! There's a Hollywood, Hollywood Brown Derby. Mm -hmm. Well, you one, know, of, one you, of the best. You know, there's no scenario where, you know, Mama Melrose, for as good as it is, will ever even be mentioned in the same breath yeah. Well, yeah. with Hollywood Brown Derby. But they're, they're, they're different, different kinds of experiences. Well, they sit down restaurants in a theme park, so they're, they're close enough to compare. Well, I mean, they, I mean, quality, they're close enough to compare. But the Hollywood Brown Derby, like... Price wise and everything like that, um, Mama Melrose. I like. It's not. It's I, not going to be a special thing for the Brown Derby. Is probably. I don't think there's an awful lot of daylight in, pri in terms of prices between Mama Melrose and Hollywood Brown Derby. Really? Yeah. No. I mean, I just ate at the Brown Derby a few weeks ago, and um, you know, food was spectacular. I mean, it was spectacular, um, but I didn't find it. You know absurdly more expensive than mm -hmm. you know uh, than Mama Melrose you know I remember Mama Melrose being okay that we we paid for that meal I mean that was real money for that meal yeah. so I wouldn't say that wow you know uh, so I, I, don't, I really don't think I'm, I'm saying this anecdotally I'm not looking at the menus to do a side by side comparison but I don't think there's an awful awful big difference between the two no. well one of the other things I do like about it too is it is very out of the way um, and crowds there weren't too difficult. Um, I didn't, uh, I think we said this during the review, but I didn't even realize it existed. I mean, I know I'd seen it, but I never thought about eating there mm -hmm. before we did the review. And now I kind of like the aspect that it's not, you know, it's kind of tucked back in there. It seems a little quaint and private and I'd not go. like a... 
it was nice that it was like really private and everything. Yeah. yeah, I was just agreeing with that. But yeah, it was a great restaurant. I enjoyed it. I wonder if or, or when um, Galaxy's Edge opens, though, if that won't be the case as much because there'll be more foot traffic towards that end of the park. Well, that's a good segue to my next pick because we were wondering about that exact same thing when it comes to Pandora's opening and the t- uh, Nomad Lounge. Um, and in Animal Kingdom, the Nomad Lounge is probably my favorite place on property to eat. Now, it's not like a place I go for full meal service or anything like that, and it's definitely not best price per value, but it's got a, a very individual atmosphere and kind of theming to it that I really, really enjoy. Um, it's comfortable, it's got that wraparound deck, and when you're sitting there, if, if you position yourself like inside, not directly near the front, all you're seeing is the you know the whole lagoon and wilderness thing. You're not seeing the rest of the park, so it kind of takes you out of the park there. And when you're sitting there relaxing and you know like you're you're on the couches and you're on a deck and you're looking out at the the fake wilderness kind of thing, it's got almost like this Alan Quartermain African adventurer theming kind of thing. You know, it's a nomad lounge. It's a lounge for you know this intrepid adventurers to come and you know sit and relax and cool off and and have these you know. Um, have the, you know, like pretty decent appetizers and, and it's, uh, I'll usually get like a press pot of coffee and then one of the, one of the different small plates that they offer. I've never had a, it, it doesn't get too crowded there still with Pandora having been opened and it's always just so relaxing and fun for me to hang out there and it takes me out of the busy hustle and bustle of the parks. It like, I can really, really take a breath there and just kind of chill out and enjoy myself. Also on that outside uh, deck lounge area, they have the most comfortable like lounge chairs that yeah. you sit in, and it's also very it accommodates a large amount of people. You can probably fit like six or seven people depending on how many people you squeeze in, and there's lots of those different booths. Yeah, um, that I and I've never had a problem with having to wait for one of those booths. Um, so I think that that's another really nice feature. And just so people know, uh, Nomad Lounge is attached to Tiffin's. Uh, it's the restaurant that you pass as you're walking into mm-hmm. Pandora and Animal Kingdom. Um, but if you walk in the main entrance of Tiffin's, uh, to the right is Tiffin's Restaurant, to the left is the Nomad Lounge. Yeah, um, And I actually love Tiffin's Restaurant, but I singled out the Nomad Lounge because I think it offers... Um, an exceptional, very, very unique, well, like subtly but very well themed experience. It's a fun place to eat. I, I also think that uh, the Nomad Lounge, you can kind of eat tapas style, where you order a bunch of appetizers mm-hmm. and everyone enjoys a bunch, bunch of different things, with it not being as pricey as Tiffins can be. Yeah, and and because you're doing a lot of the stuff tapas style, it is there's no commitment to having like a big meal. So if you want to stop in and take a break, but you don't want to like have anything too heavy, kind of like Steve was saying, there's a lot of a lot of room to sit a number of people there with these these long tables and kind of like big couches. So you can sit with like yourself and five or six friends and just sit there and share off small plates, take a break from the heat and Animal Kingdom once again uh, also has a reputation for being a pretty hot park um as far as that so you can take a break sit relax and you know you talk about various lounges on property or or i think this that is a place where you can just lounge doesn't have to be a big meal commitment you want to go into tiffin's and you're treating this kind of like a waiting on a 
reservation appetizer kind of thing, then that's fine. But generally, I just think hang out there. It's it's just a really really fun place, and it gives you that feeling that you're an intrepid adventurer on a on a quest um, out on a new continent, and that this is just your place to stop and relax because you're a well-to-do intrepid adventurer, <laughs> like some crazy colonial kind of. In retrospect, a little bit. Well, I won't go there. But anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I just really enjoy it. All right. What's next on your list? Okay. Um, Disney Springs Boathouse. And one of, the, one of the reasons, once again, as you can see, I like eating outside. I really enjoy it. I like that about Nomad Lounge. I also like it about um, the Boathouse. I'm a seafood fanatic, and when we went there, every single one of us, I think, had a very good experience. And since then, I've only had good experiences there. Your pedestrian steak... I generally don't order steak. And that really is yeah. how it needs to be listed on the menu, pedestrian steak, because yeah. it was, they were just like talking this steak up, that this steak was amazing, and we've yeah. been doing this like this for this, mm-hmm. and we yeah. cook it like this, and all this other stuff. And the steak comes out, and I'm like, this? Yeah. I've had a lot better and a lot less, less expensive places. Yeah. yeah. But I, like, I generally, when I go to a place, I usually order within their their niche. So steakhouses, I'll get a steak. Seafood restaurants, I go for the seafood. Their lobster bisque, every single person just died over, oh, yeah. and all of their appetizers were great. Most of our, most of our entrees were great. And eating and looking at all at the custom boats on the dock and everything, and eating outside, I just I really like any place that makes it comfortable to enjoy your meal outside. I like being outdoors. I don't like being shut in. So the boathouses. I think right now my top Disney Springs pick. And then lastly, if we hit up the resorts, um, so, you know, in a best resort on property, I'd probably go with with California Grill right now. But as far as, like, a place that, um, you know, staying at a resort that I would like, that I like to eat at um, and just take a break from the day and once again is outdoors, Geyser Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilderness Lodge is a and it has it's very similar to the descriptions I was giving of Nomad Lounge when you look out you don't see a bunch of other resort property buildings you just see wilderness you see water and you see woods and you can sit there and have a burger and their their food is pretty good and price per value it's I, I enjoy it I definitely don't think it's wasted money, but it's a great place to have lunch or for myself to have a coffee, to have a burger. Um, once again, like smaller foods, not really going to fill you up for the entire day and just enjoy the breeze. It is cooler there than most other places. Like, I a hundred percent agree with this pick. And I think my pick may have been wrong because this pick's so right. I love geyser point. It might be my favorite location to just relax at Walt Disney World and escape from like the parks if you have too much you know if you're there for seven days and maybe it's getting close to the end of your vacation and you've had a little too much Mickey you can go there and kind of escape the Disney bubble for just a little Mm -hmm. bit and it's super relaxing and you're it's totally spot on yeah have you been over there yet to Geyser Point yeah Uh, I've been over to the area and seen it but I haven't actually gotten to eat yeah I haven't been over there either so I've heard great things about it everybody's raving about it I just haven't eaten only thing I will say is a recent change that they made is you no longer just seat yourself, um, which I used to enjoy because you could just wait until one of the spots near the water opened up or, you know, you could pick the, the best seat for you. But now you actually have to, like, wait for a server, which 
I mean, I guess I get it from an efficiency standpoint because there's probably a lot of people that were just hogging those seats near the water. Um, but I don't know. I just think it's a. I, I liked that feature of being able to choose where I want to sit. Yeah, during the daytime uh, are the only times I've been, and it's never been like really crowded. I know with the bar grill aspect, I think it, it fills up a little more in the evenings. But even being seated by somebody else, I don't think you're going to have a difficult. Uh, I don't think you're going to have a difficult time finding a place that's going to be comfortable that looks out on the water. Yeah. No, I agree. All right. So there you have Charles's pick six, Casey's Corner at the Magic Kingdom, Beer Garden Restaurant at Epcot, Mama Melrose at Hollywood Studios, Nomad Lounge at Animal Kingdom, Geyser Point at Wilderness Lodge, and the Boathouse at Disney Springs. So that will do it for this episode of our show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another episode of the Disney Dining Show. Have a great week, everyone.